Okay, Tov, today's daf is daf Pei Hei in Tsubis. <clears throat> we left off about the 10th line on Pei Hei Amir Aleph, 10th uh, line from the top of the page. Avimei Breid Rabavu, this man, Avimei, Habemaski Beisuzi Bechazoi. He was owed money, I mean, he owed money to some people in that town of Chazoi. He owed some money there. Shadlinu Biad Chama Breid Rabavu. Sounds like this was his nephew. He sent it in the hands of Chama, the son of Rabba, the son of Avu. He himself was the son of Avu Avimai. So it sounds like he was sent it with his, with his nephew. It makes a difference who it was, but he sent it with a messenger. Azal Parinu, he went and he paid off the loan. The messenger went and paid off the loan. Omer Lahu, Havalu So when he paid off the loan, he said, okay, give me the IOU. Let me take it back or tear it up, whatever. So that you can't collect again. Amule, they told him in Chazoi, no, Sitroinu. No, no, no. There were some other loans outstanding that were not written down. They were oral loans. And with the money that you just paid me is for them, meaning this one is going to still be outstanding. So basically, he went with money, came back with no receipt that he paid the money. Oscar became for a Bavu, who was his own either grandfather, apparently. On um, Malay, I mean, it wasn't like a regular judgment because regular judgment, um, you know, obviously uh, relatives would be uh, would have to be recused. They couldn't they couldn't testify. But here he just said, "What should I do?" On um, Malay, is the chasari the person? Do you have any proof that you paid? On um, Malay, low. I don't have any proof. I tried. I paid him, and then I asked them for the IOU back, so they shouldn't collect again. And then they refused to give it to me. On um, Malay, they can deny the whole thing. They can say you never paid us anything. They could also say that the money you paid was for other loans. Citroën is like side loans. Uh, other other loans are not for this. So you have no claim. You you, you know you you can't prove that you paid it. What about can the shliach be forced to pay to reimburse the sender for uh, for incompetence? You know for making a terrible mistake. You know for rashlanut. Um, could he be forced to pay? What do you say there? And this is all in the family, so we can imagine how bad it was. Chazina, we look at it this way. If the sender, this Vimai, who was the sender, who sent the messenger, if he told him, look, first get the IOU and then pay, or you know, do it simultaneously so you can't you won't lose the IOU, then Mishalim then and the uh, the messenger didn't follow his instructions. He paid him first, and then he asked for the IOU, and it's the, and it's the uh, messenger's fault. If he said, if he told him, no, give him the money, um, and then get the star, so he was following his instructions, then he have to pay. That's not true. Either way, the messenger has to pay because he messed up. I sent you to improve my position, not to make it worse. I sent you to pay off the loan so that I would be paid off and get the IOU back. You paid the loan without getting the IOU back. It's your fault, and you have to be, and you could be made to pay. So here you see the messenger isn't just like a hired hand, but he could be made to pay for his mistake. Another story: A woman had a bag full of stars of IOUs in her possession as a um, trustee. She was given these as a deposit, okay? And what happened? The uh, owner, the owner of the uh, Staros who was owed all these uh, IOUs uh, uh, died. 
also Yorshim, the Yorshim came, Ketavulamina, ask him for the IOUs. We inherit our father's IOUs. Amalu, she said to him, Mechaim Tepistolai, no. He owed money to me, and I grabbed them, I seized them while he was alive. In other words, we learned yesterday, you can't get something after death. The Yorshim have the first dibs on, especially Kornshav Akiva, that, you know, the Yorshim inherited. But the reason is, no, we took it while the man was alive. Also came in, she came for Ab Nachman for a judgment. Amrullah, he told her, What do you mean you grabbed them? You see here, the difference, it's different in a regular case where we said yesterday, for example, that um, I know a man is dying and he owes me money. So I go to the hospital and I grab his wallet. I took the money that was owed to me. I didn't take any more. That's a legitimate seizure because he owed me the money. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting my money back. So there you could say he seized the money before he died. But over here in this case, this depositee, this trustee, this lady had all these IOUs from Yankel, right? From Azen. And she was holding them for him. And so when, when you're when you have a deposit of somebody, it's like they're holding your money. If the bank holds your money, it's like it's your money. You're entitled to take it. Not like here where they make you, they have to ask the manager if you could take your money out, you know. It's your money, right? Okay. What do you need? Yeah, yeah. What do you need it for? Right? Like, like it's their money, but okay. They're just trying to prove everything. They want to go by the laws and all that. But the truth is, it's your money. If I gave you my wall to watch, it's you're holding it for me. So here, this lady had held all these IOUs for that man. And then uh, and then after he died, she says, oh, no, no, no. I took them because he owed money to me. I took possession of them for myself while he was alive. So Nachman said, do you have any proof that he asked you while he was alive, give me, can I have my IOUs? And you said, no, 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 they belong to me now to show that you seized them while he was alive. No. She said, no. Then it's if you grab them after death, you seize them. Doesn't mean anything like we went like Rabbi Kiva. You can't take anything after death. We had a Shiloh, Kornchub Tarfan, maybe you could in certain cases, but a Kornchub Kiva, you cannot. So here, this is why it's different. In other words, before yesterday, we said, do you have proof? Remember, we also asked, uh, do, you, do you have proof that uh, you paid something? Um, right? He took something, can you prove it or not? So if you can't prove it, fine, you can just make claim unless the guy could say, oh, wait a minute, I took it while I, I took it from somebody else. In other words, there he, he was a different man, a third party came and said, I took it while he was alive. So the other, so it's my word against his word. He says, no, you took it after death. So then you could say, you could say, but over here, this lady was the trustee. She can't prove we, she admits that she was the trustee, that she held the stuff for the deceased while he was alive. And now she's claiming, yes, but I took them for myself. Well, when did you take them for yourself? You can't prove that you took them for yourself while he was alive. You're not like a third party went and grabbed them and they could say, I took them at a certain point. You always had them in your possession. Therefore, his claim, her claim is not valid. Another story, he said that there was a story with a woman who was Chayvashvua. Let's say uh, she was chayva shu. She was murdered mixus, right? Somebody claimed against her she owed, that she owed him a hundred dollars, and she said, "Only on your fifty. So she had to make a shvua in the in the bezdin of Rava. Amrle Ras Ravchista, so Ravchista, Ravchista's daughter, who was Rava's wife. That was Rava was the judge, and his own wife said, "Yedana about the chashuda shvua." See, women always like to get involved in their husband's business. Her husband was a dying, and uh, she knew this lady who was coming to swear in in Rava's court, in her husband's court. She says, I know that lady is suspected of lying, of making false uh, false oaths. 
So Rava said, okay, she, she shouldn't make the shvua. Her litigant, the, the, the opposite party, who uh, would have to make the shvua. Because that's the halacha, that, it, that if a per, even though a person has to make a shvua, but if he's chashur, if he's suspected of lying, then you could turn the shvua on the other person to collect. All right, Zimnin, that's what he did. And that's the halacha. Zimnin, another time, these two rabbis, Rapapa and Rabbi were sitting in court there. And Star came before Rubba's, uh, Rubba's uh, Bezdin to, uh, to, uh, to collect with it. They wanted to adjudicate the Star and see if it's okay. So Rapapa now said to Rabba, I know that that Star that's coming in front of you, I know it's already been paid off. You can't collect with it. Is there anybody else with you? You're an only, you're a single witness. Somebody else with me, but I know it's not good. Even though, you know, you, you're a nice guy, you're a rabbi and all that, one aid cannot destroy the validity of a star. So the other rabbi was saying, said, who's a rabbi is not as great as your wife, right? Uh, you know, your, your wife said, I know that that lady can, is not, you know, is not trusted to make a shvua. And because of that, you put the shvua on her litigant, on her opposite and now you trust your wife and you don't trust her papa. He says, I know I know my wife. I know I trust her what she says. Even though you're a witness, uh, but you're only one witness. I don't know you that well. I can't I can't trust you based on your on your that I know you very well that you wouldn't that you would tell me the truth. Once you say that knowing somebody means something, could go on Abba Mar Bri, my son. I'm uh, if he knows uh, that I trust him, Karana Star Pume, if he says that this star is no good, it's been collected already or it's not valid, I would tear up the star. Says more Karana like he can't tear up a star. It's still only eight echad, right? Ella Marana Star Pume. I would impair the star based. In other words, I wouldn't collect with it. If a star came before me and he says, my son says, I know that that's been paid off, wouldn't tear it up. I wouldn't tear it up, but I wouldn't collect with either. I would have to investigate it further. Just like Rub in the case where his wife told her, I know that that lady is suspicious, is suspected of lying. Okay, so we don't throw her case out. We just, we, 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 we make the shvua on the other person, but you don't tear it up and rip it out. But, but it means something. In other words, if I know, if I trust somebody and they know that there's something suspicious over here, we have to listen to their words. I guess another story, the Chayi Beidina, the Rabibi Barabaya. Another story with a woman who was high of a shvua, but whatever the reason was, a claim against her, in the bezin of a bibi, the son of a bai, Omalahu, I hope Baldin. So the Baldin said, Listen, let her come and swear in my court, in my town. You know, Masoi is like in my town, right? They give some of the is in our town. Let her come and swear in our town. Maybe she'll be embarrassed. In other words, let her come here. Maybe she's confident. Let her come to my town and try to swear there. Amalu, she said to them, okay, I'm going to swear, but kiss me, Chusa, write for me a verdict in my favor. Write it down now. As soon as I swear, Yavuli. And as soon as I swear, sign it then. In other words, write out the star that this lady has sworn in our court. And, uh, you know, and then when uh, when I swear, you'll give it to me. Amalu, Rabbi Barabaye, Kisvula, so Rabbi Barabaye was his court, said, okay, write it, write it. And as soon, just write it out, like write out the star as if she had already sworn. And when she swears, and we have evidence that she's sworn, then we'll sign it and confirm it. Amra Pipi, Yishim Dasisim said to 
Rabiba Barabai. Abai and Rabbi had come, had originated from the family of Ailey. And Ailey was cursed that they're going to die young. So she, so he said, uh, so Rabbi said to Rabbi, because you come from that family, Rabbi was the son of Abayu, and Abayu and Rabbi both came from that, uh, from Ailey. Because you come from short lived people, people who aren't going to live very long, Amisa Melissa, you say silly things, you see things that don't make sense. Almer Rabbi himself said, Hi, Ashrasa the Daima, confirmation written by the court. Uh, that, you know, what does the confirmation mean? That the Adam came, you have a star here, and Adam came who had signed on it and identified and confirmed those are their signatures. If it's written before that the Adam come and identify their signatures, they come and testify about their signatures. Sula, you can't, you can't write it before, uh, before they, uh, they sign on it. You can't even write it out, even though you didn't sign it yet. The Bezin didn't put their stamp on it. You can't write it out either first. Alma, Mexica Shikra. So you see, when something looks like a falsehood, you wrote something before it actually happened, it looks like a lie. Here also, you 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 told Rabibi, you told uh, this lady, okay, write out the confirmation for her uh, that, uh, you know, the verdict that in her favor that, that we will sign eventually after she swears. Can't write it out now because she didn't do it yet. You didn't say, this lady appeared before us you, know, you want to get the like, like a court stenographer wants to get on this court. This lady appeared before us and said so and so. She didn't say it yet. You shouldn't write it before you said it because it looks like a lie. But the lesser, but this isn't the case with Rab Nachman. That's not the case. Because you could write it out. Dom Rab Nachman, Omri or Mayor, may say, I feel most of Mayor said that even if Mayor held that a get Isha doesn't have to be written Lishma. So he says, let's say you find a get in the garbage can. You go to the garbage and you find out that Ruven wants to divorce Leah. Right? It says over there, Ruven. Ruben, you know, Ben Yaakov is divorcing Leah uh, Bas uh, Shmerel. And it's all written, it's all binding, and you find it. You can use that, the, the Reuben can use that as a get. And you signed, and you signed, you found the get written in there. The get was not written with Shema, but you signed on it. But that's when you gave it. It's a question, it's a question. You can't use a get that you found only by uh, divorces of women, writs of divorce for women, the beating seal of Shema, because that's because of law has to be Shema. I'm a Bashar star, so it doesn't have to be with Shema. Let's say you find a star that says, Ruben lent Yaakov uh, $50. And, and now uh, you have another Ruben and Yaakov here, one to lend Yaakov the money. You could, you could use that. Let's say a star that was used. It was it was uh, used as in a transaction, an IOU, and it was paid off Paro, and a chose of menu. You can't use that same star because the star has lost its potency. Its ability to collect has been lost. Its obligation has been forgiven already when it's paid off. That's why you can't use the time of the But if it's but be concerned about uh, that it looks like a lie, you're not concerned about that. In other words, meaning that if you, uh, let's say uh, people are about that, there's a big transaction about to take place. Ruben is going to lend Shimon $1,000. And uh, they want to do it in front of Adam and a court and all that. So the stenographer writes down in advance. Ruben, you know, he wants to get his, uh, you have it ready, so it's all done. So he writes, today's date, Ruben is lending Shimon, Ruben lends Shimon $1,000. He didn't lend it to him yet. They're going to do it in an hour. They're coming into court at 9 o'clock, and they're going to do it then. But he wrote it to him already. Even though it's the same day and all that, because that's okay if it hasn't been used yet. No, it's it hasn't been, no, it's going to be signed later on. But can you write it in advance? You can write it in advance, even though it looks like a lie because it didn't happen yet. You can do that. And, and the one that was found in the garbage can, even if it's got the same date on it, 
right? If it's got the same date on it, if it was used already, you can't, if it was used for a loan and paid off, you can't do it, even though it's the same day. So it's not going to be like, you're not going to collect from, uh, it's going to be on a prior lien that you cheated that, you know, that was written one day, you're going to do, do the transaction on a later date. Now it's the same day. You still can't use it if it was used already in a loan, but if it hasn't been used yet, just the fact that the stenographer, the sofa wrote it out in advance, Ruvain lent Shimon $1,000. He didn't lend it to him yet. That's a lie. He didn't lend it to him yet. He says, that's okay. Merci, she cannot worry about it. And therefore, this was okay. And when she said, when Abibi said, it's okay, she write it to her, write her to her that, that uh, here's a verdict in her favor. We're not signing it yet, but we're writing it in advance, even though she didn't she didn't swear yet. That's okay. You're not worried about Mexican Shikha. You're worried about Lishman in case you forget. You're worried about a, a loan, uh, a IOU that's already been used and collected on in a case of a loan. But you're not worried about Mexican that it looks like a, a false. Right. That's what I mean. That's what he's saying. A boilerplate is okay. Boilerplate's okay. But you have to check it. Like, you know, uh, a lot of ksubas, ksubas, a lot of their boilerplates too. You fill in the names and all that. So we checked my uh, my in-laws ksuba, which we have framed in the living room and all that, the ksuba, and um, made a mistake there because uh, when they, in, in the in the boilerplate, it says tough race. So it's a tough race that they, they, they and it should be tough shin. So it's off by a hundred years, you know. <laughs> it's all right. My kids are married already, so it's all right. You know, like, you know, worry about the Man trusted a rabbi. And he said, look, I, he, had, he had seven pearls uh, tied up in a sheet, and he left it as a deposit with the Miasha. They didn't have safe deposit boxes in those days. So he left it with a reliable rabbi, Rabbi Miasha. Right, the grandson of Shemalevi, Chashavagai, Shach Miasha Velopadim. Masha, Rabbi Miasha, unfortunately died, what they say, intestate. He died without leaving a will, without any instructions, and he died suddenly, and that was it. He didn't even get a chance to tell her, you know, he died suddenly, he had a heart attack and died. Now, also came to came from Amalei, and a man came and claimed, you know, the pearls from the uh, household. So they came for Rami Well, number one, I know he wasn't a wealthy man. He didn't have these pearls. The rabbi didn't belong to him. He wasn't a wealthy man. The man gave a simon. He said they were wrapped in a sheet and there were seven of them. That's a simon also, right? So he gave a simon. Therefore, uh, therefore he, uh, he gave the pearls to the man who made that claim, who came with the, uh, with, with the uh, proof. He says, I know it was wrapped in a sheet of a seven. The loan, that's only good. Awesome. That's only if he wasn't a regular visitor from Yasha's house. But if he's always a visitor, he was a student, he was, he was always hanging around the house. It could be that somebody else came and left the pearls there. He happened to see it because he was always hanging around the house. It's only proof that simon is only if he wasn't a regular visitor. But if he was a regular visitor, you could say, well, he, he saw the guy who came in and he saw that the guy said there's seven pearls in here. Another story to show you, gives you similar stories here to show you that that's the halacha. In Chasa's house, he left the silver cup, a very valuable cup. Again, Chasa died suddenly without uh, leaving any instructions. Uh, again, the man gave a simon. Number one, I know that uh, that Chasa could not afford such a fancy silver cup, and he wasn't a wealthy man. He gives a simon. Again, he could identify the cup. Again, that's only 
if the person giving a simon is not a regular visitor, he wasn't a visitor in Chasa's house. But if he was a regular visitor there, it could be that somebody else left the, left the silver cup there as a deposit. And he happened to see it, and therefore, and therefore you have to look at the circumstances. A similar story. He left some uh, very expensive silk uh, garment in Rabdimi Achva the Rab Safran, Rabdimi the brother of Safra's house. Shachar Rabdimi Lopaket. Again, Rabdimi died suddenly without leaving instructions. You gotta be careful when people give you stuff, you know, that everything should be recorded today, etc. These things can happen. He died suddenly without leaving instructions. Also, again, Rabbi came for Rabba, the man who claimed it. Amalu, uh, again, Rabdimi I know that Rabdimi was not a wealthy man. He would not have owned a silk garment like this. And the man gave a simon. Again, that's only if the person giving the simon and making the claim was not a regular visitor. But if he was always a regular visitor, it could be somebody else deposited it there. He happened to see it. Another story. The man said uh, that he wants to give all his assets, right? even let's say during his lifetime or he had no children, whatever happened, he giving everything to Tuvia, giving everything to Tuvia. Shach of the man died. Also, Tuvia, Tuvia came and claimed it. Amr Nachman, Tuvia. Okay, Tuvia came. He said, I'm giving it to Tuvia. He didn't say Tuvia ben this. He just said, I'm giving it to Tuvia. Tuvia came. Well, Tuvia came. Let's say he said, Amr Tuvia, let's say he said, I'm giving it to Tuvia. Vasa Rav Tuvia. And the man who showed up was not a regular Tuvia. It was a rabbi, Rabbi Tuvia. Then, Tuvia, he said, I'm giving it to Tuvia. Not to Rav Tuvia. They're still, we'll still be on the lookout for another guy who goes by the name of Tuvia, who's not a rabbi, right? Um, um, let's say, though, the man was friendly with Rabbi Tuvia. So if he's re- friendly with the rabbi, you might call him by his first name. Well, then, then it's legitimate that he called, called Rav Tuvia Tuvia, and you would give it to Rav Tuvia. Let's say two guys showed up, and they both had the name Tuvia. Shachem the Tamachachem. If the two guys, one is a relative, one's Tamachachem, Tamachachem, you give it Tamachachem, because we assume the man would have wanted to reward Tamir Chachamim, which is a great mitzvah to support Tamir Chachamim. Mestama automatic masavash says, Lizchos Bishas Misa, person with Dhamma Mar, call and Mestava El Ella Lamahana Tamir Chacham Menachasa. The good things that a person who is who uh, donates and supports Tamir Chachamim, that's a great merit. So presumably the man on his deathbed wanted to give everything to the Tamachachim of the two. Uh, so again, Shachim, the Tamachachim, Tamachachim, give Tamachachim. Korob the Tamachachim. What happens if one's a relative and one's a Tamachachim? Again, you give it to the Tamachachim, you assume he wanted to give it to the Tamachachim. Shachim the Korob Mai. What happens if one guy was a neighbor and one guy was a relative, right? There were two Tuvias. He gave it to Tuvia, but he didn't say which one. Two of them showed up, one's a neighbor, one's a relative. Tashma, the Pasuk says in Mishlei, Tov Shachim Korob, Better a, a nearby uh, neighbor, uh, better a nearby neighbor than a fa- than a brother who's far away. Nearby neighbor helps you out. So presumably wanted to give it to the neighbor. Let's say they both have the same, the same. They're both relatives, both called Tuvia, or they're both neighbors, or Shneim Chacham, they're both rabbis, where everything is, they're equal. Who do you give it to? Shoot at a dini. Then it's up to the discretion of the judges. They all have to make a judgment who the man fell closer to. Amalek, Rava. Rabbi said to the son of Rabbi Baravin, I'm going to tell you, teach you something, Milsa. I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to tell you something. Milsa Mayusa, very good halacha. 
your father said, your father of Chiyabaravan said, said, listen to this interesting halacha, which is we're gonna give we're gonna give one side of it now, but tomorrow we'll see it's machlokas. Let's say you have a malva and a lova. The lova owes the malva $100. The malva then sells that IOU to somebody else. He says, I'll tell you what, I'll sell it to you for $75. And you can collect $100 later on. Sells it to a lokeach, to the purchaser. So, this guy, malva sells the star to a lokeach. And then, but who's written on the star? The malva and the lova. Then the malva goes and is mochel the loan to the lova. So what does what does lokech have? Nothing. He can't collect now. He has the IOU that says that the lova owes the malva money, but the malva was mochel the money. Mochel, it's valid. Now we'll see. It's not according to everybody. There's a mochel. He's out the seventy five. Even the even the heir of the malva can also mochel, right? Shmuel says that alacha modish Shmuel. Let's say, let's say a woman gets married and she has an IOU on somebody else. When she gets married, she has an IOU that there's a lova and she's the malva, right? And now she brings that into the marriage, right? Either in the ksuba or the husband's entitled to it. Let's say she wrote it into the ksuba. So it's for the husband's entitled to. So now she was mochel that loan. Even though Shmuel says, that a regular malva who sells it to somebody else, sells the IOU to somebody else, he can be mochel that loan, or his heir can be mochel it, but the woman cannot be mochel. His hands is as strong as hers. He's entitled to it now. She can't She can't be mochel without the husband's consent. That's Allah that he said. We're going to talk about it more tomorrow. Kravis said, Rav Nachman, another story with the relative. Rav Nachman had a lot of relatives. We had this throughout. He had it back in Dafnun, something also back on. Kravis of Nachman's Venus, Alexibas, Betavasanah. This woman, she has a ksuba. The ksuba is written for $200. So she might say, listen, she'll go to somebody else and say, listen, give me $75 and uh, the ksuba is yours. Now, why, why would the guy do that? I mean, why would, why would she? She did it because she needs money. She needs some cash right now. Why wouldn't the guy give her the whole $200? Because it's only good if she gets divorced or if the husband dies. Then she'll collect. Then the $200 is written in the ksuba. If she dies first, what happens? The husband here doesn't have to pay. So he'll give it like it's an option, right? You pay less for an option than for the actual stock, right? So she sold the, the Ksuba for Tobas and offer, $75, $50, less than the Ksuba. Then she got Igrisha. Then she got divorced. Oh, she got divorced. The money is due, right? The husband owes her $200. Who's going to collect the $200 now? The guy that she sold it to, the Lokeach. Okay. But before she could collect it, she died. She died. Now, she left a daughter. Who inherits her? Let's say she didn't have a son and she had no parents. Let's say went to her daughter, right? She went to her, the, 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 went to the daughter, right? That she, the daughter has to claim now on, on her own father's estate, uh, on, on her mother's estate that's owed to her by, let's say, by her father, her, the, her mother's husband. Also coming, she gave the, so the, so the uh, went and said to the daughter, okay, I, I want the, the $200. Amalur of Nachman, Sir of Nachman said to them, their relatives, one of his relatives, they were sitting around having Kiddush, Lekka, the Lisboa, Nobody can give this girl a good, some good advice. Let her be Mochalik What did we just say? That even an heir, right? If you have an IOU that you sell to somebody else, you can be Mochalit, right? You can be Mochalit, according to this. We'll see another opinion tomorrow. You can be Mochalit, and even the heir can be Mochalit. So give a girl the advice. 
tell her to be mochel the suba, to be mochel the IOU, the ima, legabe avua, be mochelet, betir semine, and then when the father eventually dies, she'll get the rush anyway, right? Be mochel the ksuba so that the father doesn't have to pay the ksuba. So the father doesn't owe the money, who the money to the wife that he divorced, right? Doesn't owe it at all. Therefore, the lokeach who now owns the ksuba because he bought it from the wife cannot collect. Okay, he'll collect from the daughter, but she can be mochelet. She can, we just said that the, the person who sold the uh, IOU could be mochelet and the heir can mochelet. Let her be mochelet to the father. You don't have to pay them, you don't have to pay the ksuba. Now the guy has nobody to collect from. And eventually, so who has the $200? The father will keep, but when he dies, she'll get the money then. Right, and right now, if she if she doesn't do anything, the lokeach has a right to collect the exhibits in his hands. He has the IOU, he owns the IOU, but she can be mochelet. The Tirsman shall eventually get from him. Shama. So she heard this. Ozla Achza, she did that. She's Nachman, We who are relatives, we made us relatives like lawyers, you know, advising them what to do. Right? But uh he made it, he, but he cursed himself for that. And as he's saying, look, we made ourselves like, like, like Archidina, meaning Rashi explains that relatives always come and give advice and try to, you know, sway the judge one way or another with their arguments, like, like lawyers. But rabbis really shouldn't do that, right? Because they themselves are judges, even though okay, they're not judging, even though they're not judging that case. Pardon? Okay, right, 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 right. So I'm not going to So why originally did he give the advice? And then Rav Nachman said, First, he gave him advice. He gave the family gave the advice. He gave advice to the, this daughter, and then afterwards, he regretted it. What was his fara? Mikarasov originally thought in Don't hide yourself from your family. You know, if you can't help your family, what are you good for? I should give her advice. autumn We had the exact lashon back on Nunbeis, and the same thing in a different story was not where he helped his relatives, and then he regretted it because he says an important person is different. And Rashi says because other people will learn from him. Uh, said, okay, when he when he said, In other words, you're entitled to do it for your relatives. You want to give your relatives advice, fine. But if you're a rabbi, you should be very careful because other people will learn that way. And rabbis who become judges will also start giving advice to people. And that's wrong to do. They shouldn't be the ones doing that. They should just poskin based on the evidence that's brought to them. But they shouldn't be the ones who are giving advice. Gufa. Gufa, one just more line. They're just repeating the same thing. Shmuel said that if you sell an IOU to somebody else and then you're mochel the IOU, it's mochel. Even Yorish mochel. If the person buying it is smart, right? Why is he smart, right? Because the lova who owes the money is in need of money. So why don't you, you know, shake a few coins in front of him because of Shabbishmei. When he buys the loan, when the Lokech buys a loan, in order to avoid that happening, that now the Malva goes and, and can be Mokhlet, he should tell the Lova, okay, listen, I bought the loan. Please write it in my name. I don't want it anymore, like in, in the name of the uh, original Malva. Write it over for me in my name. I'll give you a few dollars for that. And the Lova, who needs money, obviously, may do that if he's smart. But this halacha, we'll see, is contested tomorrow. And tomorrow's off, we'll see tomorrow, Mitzvah, and we'll start from this uh, point, about 10 lines down. We'll see that it's contested. Not everybody holds to that. All right, take tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. 535.